This is the Future Forward Argos podcast, where we're exploring tomorrow, today, on the radio. Catch us live Wednesdays at 6 p.m. on Student Who's Radio. Working hard for money as Donna Summer's well-known song says, it's something we may have experienced once. High levels of stress, especially when family, friends and work want to be combined, occur to all of us. And as our interview partner Aaron Metzger said during our last episode, you can only burn out if you burn for something. One who deals heads on with the way we live our lives is Patrick Boogie. Lisa has talked to him about his company Mindful Ambition. Imagine this. You wake up fresh and relaxed in the morning, way before you actually have to go to work. You begin your day with a nurturing breakfast, a cup of freshly brewed coffee, and enough time to set your goals for the day. Do some workout and take a refreshing shower. An ideal way to start your day off, isn't it? Most of the time though, reality looks different and you have hit your snooze button yet another time. Patrick Buggy from Minneapolis in the States aims to help people establish these routines. How can we live better lives? Uh, how can we show up in the world at our best every day? Those are questions driving Patrick. With a degree in business and design, he has founded his own company, Mindful Ambition. And there's this really important tension there in the name Mindful Ambition, which, uh, you know, yes, it is about pursuing our ambitions and the things that we want to create in life and, and the goals that we have. Um, but how we actually go about pursuing them, that's what makes all of the difference. Mindfulness is a state of being where you maintain a non-judgmental awareness in the present moment. So much of our societal narratives around what it means to do good work um, or to achieve goals or to grow or to do new things is, is so focused on this notion of to get farther, you need to do more. You need to work harder, put in more hours, connect with more people. More, 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 more. Um, and, and what we see, what we come to realize is that that's just not the most effective way to make progress. Patrick doesn't neglect that there are advantages for hard work. Yet in his opinion, the question how we are doing things matters just as much as the question what we are doing. I think that's where a lot of traditional workplaces miss the mark slightly is they are paying so much attention to the what like what you are doing, how many hours you're working, those things that are really easily trackable, um, which you know makes sense because businesses need to be able to track metrics and things they can measure. But uh, some of the more intangible things around the how you are going about your work and the why you are going about your work, that's what I think leads from or, or separates someone who's just doing a job and doing it well Um, with someone who is really connected with their work. Sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? With his work at Mindful Ambition, Patrick wants to put these ideals to reality. He offers free online resources, teaches people one-on-one, -on -one, and consults with companies and their employees. The baseline of Patrick's mindful practice is meditation. I was a huge skeptic from when I first learned about meditation and mindfulness. I didn't understand why I might benefit from it. I didn't understand what the deal was with it. I, I just kind of had this aversion to anything that seemed a little woo-woo or spiritual or I just don't get it. And so I resisted it for a long time. But the way that a friend framed it for me that really changed everything for me was he compared it to 
exercising for your mind. And I had clearly benefited from my experience exercising. Like I know that every time I go to the gym, every time I exercise, I feel better. My body feels better. My mind is clearer too. There's clear benefits between that. It's the nature of our minds to wander. And so coming back again to this idea of using our attention wisely, using our attention for the things that matter most to us and the things that we care about most, that's why meditation is a really important practice of mine because it helps me to cultivate this awareness of when my mind has wandered, when I've gone off into you know some place that I didn't intend to go, and that's just another opportunity to begin again and start back on the things that I want to be spending my time on. So it's it's living each day with a bit more awareness of what you want to do, setting those intentions of all right, here's what's most important for me today because I know that these are the things that I care about most. And from there, take an action on it, noticing when the when the mind inevitably wanders, because it will, and then just coming back, coming back, coming back. The question is now, how do I start? First, get an app of some kind to help guide you on the process. Second, get clear on your why, your reason for being interested in trying meditation. Third, establish some sort of consistent time. Uh, and then also fourth, have keep it the same place as well. But is it realistic to practice mindfulness when life is happening around you? Job, family, and social life? It's actually most important for people who have a lot of things on their plate to practice mindfulness in some way. When you have a lot on your plate, you tend to the natural tendency is to get into this kind of frantic mindset where you're always on edge, you're always on the run, you're really reactive to the things in your environment, just kind of going with the flow as, as best as you can, kind of barely hanging it, holding it together. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? But an alternative way to go about that is to really step into each thing you're doing one thing at a time. I've, I've heard from people I've worked with, um, one, one's coming to example who's a working mother and um, she was a part of a mindfulness course that I created and she realized that this time sit sitting in meditation was the only time she had given truly to herself in the last couple of years since her child had been born. And to, to have that realization, I think she actually kind of broke into tears in the moment when she realized, like, wow, I haven't been caring for myself in this way. And, and when I'm not caring for myself well, then I have left less to give to my work. I have less to give to my child, to my husband. And so this idea that if we're so busy, we can't have, we don't have time to, to practice mindfulness well. I think it's actually it's actually the opposite. If if we're so busy, we need to practice that much more. Thank you very much, Lisa, uh, for this piece. But I have it out. How is your experience with living mindfully? Yeah, I think it depends on which day uh, we are talking about. Um, what helps me to actually be mindful or sometimes actually taking the mind out of things is doing yoga. Um, I really enjoy the combination of 
working out and having at the same time someone talking to me, remembering how to breathe and just for one hour or 90 minutes, someone chatting me up and uh, I don't have to think about my work or university. So um, that is actually a really good moment to take a break. And that is also a very uh, important thing that we have uh, to to do, not only to clear our mind, but also it has very good health effects to clear our mind. One or two. Definitely, right. especially because afterwards I feel like I can look at things differently um, and just taking a break of my mind, twisting and turning. This is the Future Forward Aarhus podcast, where we're exploring tomorrow, today, on the radio. Catch us live Wednesdays at 6 p.m. on Student Aarhus Radio. radio.